My name is Corey. I am from the Cascade campus, and I am so excited to be here with you today. And as we end the friendship series, I thought I would share with you about the worst friend that I've ever had. I know, inspiring. Uh, so let me set the scene for you. It's my eighth birthday party. The taco bar is popping. Yes, I had a taco bar at my eighth birthday party. Uh, and who's all there? Anyone that's anyone. My all, all my best friends, everyone's there, including Murphy. And Murphy is a human, <laughs> not a dog. Uh, anyways, back to the party. We're having a great time. Murphy is about to make a decision that would change the course of our friendship for a very long time. I kid you not, Murphy picks up the bowl of cheese from the taco bar and starts chucking it all over my house. And she, it's not like, hey, everyone throw cheese. We're a bunch of eight-year-olds and we're going crazy at Corey's birthday party. No, this is like, she is having a full-on meltdown. Huh, get it? Like she's having a cheese tantrum. She's literally just going wild. In my living room, in the kitchen, down the hallway, which is carpeted. And I think in my bedroom, like there is cheese everywhere at my birthday party. And I'm like, Mm. Anyways, so I think later that year, this is after the birthday party, I'm wearing like a really cool pink and purple jacket. And she's like, you can't wear that anymore because it's ugly. And so I didn't. And then the final straw that broke our friendship was she told me we couldn't be friends anymore because I didn't have a balcony. Yes, balcony. And I think Murphy had like five balconies. So the fact that I didn't have any was a real bummer to her. <laughs> Thinking about that, Murphy was not a great friend. Some might even call her a bad friend. And I know that was third grade, but she was still not a great friend. And in thinking about this series and what I wanted to share with you guys tonight on friendship, I asked the question of what do good friends look like? What does it look like to be a good friend? And so tonight, uh, I want to take you through two examples that Jesus sets on what it looks like to be a good friend. And I hope these are conversations that are not just great for you and your Lifeline small group, but good for anyone that you're friends with. So the first example we're going to jump into is uh, with Jesus and his disciples. Uh, and this takes place at the Last Supper. And maybe you've heard of the Last Supper before, uh, but this is one of the last times that Jesus is with his friends before he goes to the cross. And a note on his disciples, if you don't know who they are, there were 12 of Jesus's closest friends uh, who tried to be like Jesus and spent a lot of time with him and each other and tried to grow closer together and with Jesus, doing what Jesus taught them. So that's all who's here at the Last Supper at the table. And all of a sudden, uh, they're sitting there. Jesus gets up. He puts a robe on, puts some water in a bucket, and starts washing their feet. And this is weird for a couple reasons. The first is if you went to dinner at someone's house back then, the servant would wash your feet. And so this is weird because Jesus is literally the most important person on earth and he is doing something that a servant would do. And side note, they live in the desert and they wear sandals. So this is probably just like a really grody job. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Jesus does that, comes back to the table after washing his friend's feet, sits down, and this is where we're going to jump into the story. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and open them to John 13, verse 12. And that's where we're going to look at today. So if you, let me open here real quick. Uh, if you open your Bibles to John chapter 13, verse 12, that is where we're going to jump into after Jesus sits back down at the table. And this is what he says. After washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, do you understand what I was doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, because that's who I am. 
And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. So right here, Jesus is saying, he gets back down and he says, do, I treated you all like a servant. I took the role of a servant and you should serve each other. So the first question that we're going to ask, what does it look like to be a good friend? Jesus here, he would answer that by saying, they serve. So you're probably tracking. You're like, cool, serve. I love that. I can serve my friends. I'm actually pretty good at that. And this is a great reminder, Corey. Thank you so much for bestowing this wisdom upon us today to serve each other and to be nice. Thank you and good night. Well, actually, I think there's a little bit more here to this story that changed the perspective for me. And so I want to give you a little bit of background that completely shifted this and made this little reminder actually a little bit more difficult. And so remember how I said Jesus and his disciples were together before, like the last time before he went to the cross? Well, during this time, uh, before Jesus is put on the cross, he is denied and betrayed. And do you know who does this to him? Two of his friends who are at that table. So what this means is that Jesus was about to be killed on the cross, and he is denied and betrayed and essentially backstabbed by two of his closest friends who are at that table. And Jesus knows this, right? He's the most important person in the world, and he knows that that is going to happen. He knows that two of his best friends are going to betray him, and he still washes their feet. And that's where the story changes for me. And I think Jesus is calling you and I to the same kind of lifestyle. So for me, uh, when my friends forget me, in this moment, Jesus is still calling me to serve them. When my friends lie to me, Jesus is still calling me to serve them. And when my friends uh, treat me really badly or I feel betrayed by them, Jesus is still calling me to serve them. And I think this is an important conversation for you, too. Because it's really easy to serve and kind of fun. It's kind of easy to serve people who are nice to us, right? Like if people are nice and kind, like, yeah, I would love to serve them. That's, I'm not going to say easier, but it is a little bit easier, right? Well, what does it look like to serve even when it's hard? What about that friend last week who blew you off and you don't know why? I think in this moment, Jesus is still asking us to serve them. What about that friend that talked behind your back to your other friends? last week. In this moment, I think Jesus is still asking us to serve them. And so uh, just to answer this first question of what does it look like to be a good friend, based on this, they serve. So for instance, number two, we're going to actually fast forward uh, from the scene that we were just at at the Last Supper. And we're going to fast forward to a moment where, again, Jesus is with his disciples. But this time, they are together before Jesus goes back up into heaven. And so everything uh, that happens, uh, that Jesus says is going to happen, happens. And what I mean by that is Jesus is betrayed, he is beaten, he is put on a cross, he dies, and his body is put in a tomb. Three days later, he rises from the dead to defeat sin and death and evil, and he comes back to life. And it's before going to heaven that he hangs out. He spends a little time hanging with his disciples. And this is the second instance we're going to look at. So remember, he, uh, Jesus is with his disciples before he goes back up to heaven. And that's where we're going to take a look at today. So again, if you have your Bibles, open to Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and 20. This is what Jesus says to his disciples. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, 
Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So what Jesus is saying here is, go tell people about who I am. Essentially, share Jesus with people who don't know me. How we're going to answer this second question of, what does it look like to be a good friend? They share. So maybe you're thinking, okay, is she saying, like, share Jesus with people? Like, if someone says, hey, that's a cool shirt, I say, like, thanks, if you like my shirt, you'll love my Jesus. I don't know about you, that's awkward, and I spend as little time <laughs> of being awkward as possible in my life. Uh, and so, but that's great. If you, if that's how you have won someone over to Jesus, <laughs> more power to you. And, but I think we need to go back in this passage and look at what Jesus is saying, because I think there might be more than just preaching to anyone who will listen to us. So let's take a look back at what Jesus is actually saying. So if we look back at this verse, first he says, Therefore, go and make disciples. So essentially, tell people who I am and what I've done in your life and how I've worked in your life. Go and make disciples. Tell people about me, Jesus. Then he says, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach these new disciples. So baptize and teach. This means like um, showing people what it looks like to follow Jesus. So baptize them, kind of integrate them into this faith community that now they know about Jesus. So baptize and then teach them how to do it. So essentially walk alongside people as they're trying to figure out what it looks like to follow Jesus. So not only tell them, but walk alongside people. And I think that Jesus might be telling you and I to do the same thing. And sharing can look like a lot of different things, right? There's a lot of ways that we can share with others. Sometimes it looks like sharing what God is doing in your life right now. Or sometimes it looks like praying for someone. Maybe it looks like inviting someone to Lifeline or sharing a teaching or a podcast that you heard that resonates with you and you want to share it. Uh, sometimes sharing can look like uh, sharing a Bible verse with someone who has had a hard day or sharing another Bible verse that has brought you a lot of joy. Or maybe it's sharing a song that you love to worship to or has great things that you listen to and you want to share it as well. And think, I just think of the opportunity that you and I both have in this moment. Maybe it's something small or maybe it's something bigger, a bigger conversation, but think of the opportunity that we have to share with someone who doesn't know Jesus or has never experienced him before. So think about the love or joy or peace or comfort or uh, whatever you've experienced in Jesus right now or are experiencing in Jesus right now. Someone else could have even just a little piece of that by something that you share with them. Maybe that is a Bible verse or a prayer or a song. It can be as simple as that. And I just think of the amazing opportunity and it might not happen now for them, but maybe it's down the road that they experience Jesus again and again because of something that you have shared with them. Now, I want to take a moment and just talk to people in the room who maybe don't know Jesus. And I just want to say, welcome. We are so glad that you are here and a part of this community and listening tonight. And Jesus wants to get to know you and be a part of your life as well. But we just are so glad you are here with us tonight. And I didn't want to end the teaching without saying that. So to close tonight, what does Jesus say it looks like to be a good friend? They serve and they share. So I have two things for you tonight as we close, challenges, if you will. Uh, the first one, who are you going to serve this week? Maybe it's someone in your lifeline small group, or maybe it's someone at school, but who will you serve? 
God has gifted us with so many talents and gifts uh, that serving each other is going to look differently for everyone. And I just think the opportunity is really cool. Or maybe for you, it's someone who's been difficult to serve in the last week. Maybe that friend who blew you off last weekend, you have the opportunity to serve this week. So question number one, who are you going to serve this week? Opportunity number two is I want you to think about preparing to share. And I know we just talked about what does it look like to share Jesus with other people, but let's pause for a second and almost back up. If I asked you right now, who is Jesus to you right now? Or what has Jesus done in your life? Can you answer me right now? What would you say? So this week, maybe think about if you had the opportunity, what would you say? And maybe by preparing and thinking about that, you'll actually grow closer in your relationship to God. In a few weeks, we'll have an opportunity to invite some friends who aren't here into this community. So maybe think about and pray, who would you want to invite into this space? And I think about the amazing uh, opportunity we have to be a good friend and be an example of what a good friend looks like to anyone that we come uh, like in contact with. I was trying to do the math. There's like a thousand-ish of us here at Lifeline. And so if we do these two things, think about it. Hang with me here for a second. 1,000 people, if there's 1,000 people here, 1,000 people this week could be served and given an example of what it looks like to be a good friend and to be served in the way that Jesus did. Not like washing feet or anything like that, but um, what if 1,000 people uh, went out and served other friends this week, how awesome would that be? The world would totally be a cooler place and it's because of the love that you have for Jesus. Or a same example, a thousand people sharing what Jesus has done in their life. Are you kidding? That's amazing, that is awesome. And I just think about those two things that could happen this week or the week after. And I just encourage you to think about and brainstorm with your Lifeline group what that could look like and how you can do that together. So what does it look like to be a good friend? You serve and you share. Let's pray. God, I just thank you for the opportunity we have tonight to talk about what it looks like to be a good friend. And sometimes being a good friend can be really easy and a lot of fun. Uh, and sometimes it can be really difficult. And we just thank you for the two examples uh, that you showed us tonight of what it looks like to be a good friend, to serve people even when it's hard, and to share what you've done and how you've worked in our life with others. And God, I just pray that you give us the confidence this week to think about that and think about how you've worked in our life and how we can share that love with other people. We love you and we just ask for a great conversation tonight. It's in your name we pray, amen.